talk about it. What we like, what we don't like. Hello and welcome to the Lunchbox Reviews. Uh, today we are doing Denis Villeneuve's Dune Part 1. Um, I'm Lou and I'm joined by Michelle. Hello. And Alex. Uh, before we uh, start this off, uh, Dune is directed by our fellow Canadian, Mr. Denis Villeneuve, of course. It's a very ensemble cast. Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård as the Baron, my favorite. Uh, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, and so on and so forth. It's a, it's a big cast. So uh, before anything, did you guys know or what did you know about Dune like books-wise and uh, the previous movies? I'll go first because I know nothing. I'd never seen it. I'd never read it. I'd only heard about it because one of my friends loves the original movie. So all I know about it is him quoting it. So it's, I, the quotes that he says did not come up in this movie. Um, so I truly knew, knew nothing about the movie or anything. Um, I knew there was sand and a, a worm probably. That was about it. <laughs> um, I was aware of it. I, I have a friend who's a big fan of the book. Uh, I, I don't hear much from it because like, it's like so dense. So like, what, what can you really say? But um, I did watch the David Lynch movie from way back when, which is like, if you try to watch it now, it's really dated, really weird, really weird. And, uh, and, and really, it's a dense movie because, because if you think about it, like these, the two parts, like we only got half of a movie. And like in, in, in the David Lynch movie, we, we got like both and then some. So, uh, and the special effects are weird. There, there's, I, I've, I've got love for it, but I've also, don't have love for it. I, I don't try to describe it. Like I, I can go without watching it ever again. But if it's on TV, I'm like, oh, I got to see the uh, the sparring session with the with the suits, the suit, the special effects for the suits were crazy. Uh, but I'd also like to add that I watched a documentary. I forgot. It's, I think it's called Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune, which is a documentary on his vision before David Lynch. He had a vision for uh, a, a Dune movie that involved like the biggest celebrities, the biggest actors, the biggest designers like H.R. Giger, uh, Mobius, actors including Freddie Mercury, Salvador Dali, uh, Mick Jagger, like, like he thought like, it, yeah, it, like his vision for this was incredible and insane. I recommend the documentary and I'll stop. Is, is that the guy that uh, wrote Metabarons? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Sounds familiar. Okay. The name sounds familiar, but uh, yeah. yeah. So I know nothing of Dune. I bought the book 20 years ago. I think I don't know how many books there are, but the first one it's somewhere there. I haven't cracked it open in 20 years. Um, as for the movie, I've uh, I think I've seen it once as a kid, and I don't remember anything about it. So naturally, I kind of just look at like highlights and the, the trailer on youtube and goddamn it's crazy it's so 80s <laughs> uh it looked weird and i don't know if in the right 
mind i would probably watch it i don't know but maybe after a couple of beers or something yeah. but yeah uh so with that dune part one 2021 let's go with our uh initial thoughts who wants to go first i'll start it off um because i i think i have the least amount to say potentially it okay it was cool um i didn't know to expect a part one part two situation uh, initially so i kind of had to just rejig my brain when i realized that was what was happening because i was expecting a little bit more from this one but now that i know that it's part two um i really liked it visually i thought it was sick um there's a couple of visual moments that i'm like really really into i like the world of dune i've decided like i'm, I'm into the lore it's intriguing to me and like it was decent decent enough movie um i'd probably watch it again and that's it uh i i thought it was fantastic i i think that like big uh space drama movies are stuck in the mud and it's all because of uh star wars like it, it, it's had such a negative effect on sci-fi i mean sure it's great yeah but but it's like too bombastic too loud too much action like 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 there's there, there's no artistry uh you you know you know what you'll get you'll get big special effects you won't get smart special effects and that's what dune was dune was smart dune was clever dune was tasteful uh like even star trek if you look at where the tv series was or or, or how it's portrayed to where the movies went uh under what's his name uh the, the dude that directed uh brian brian no not brian i'm thinking brian singer the guy who directed the star wars uh, movies the the uh, the new one. Oh, um oh my god what's his name brian singer yeah. no not oh my god that, that's what i was thinking too right jj <laughs> abrams jj uh, abrams yes exactly yeah jj abrams like like he's just creating the, these horribly atrocious movies you know uh and and over here denis Villeneuve, he's he's on fire every single movie he's made it's it, it's like a favorite of mine and uh this is no different it's uh you know he he put his keen directorial eye to the genre of like big soap opera sci-fi sort of deal and yeah it's fantastic okay so for me i actually watch this movie twice um i was tempted and i lost the first time at watching it at home and to be honest i fell asleep in some parts though i love dune i after rewatching it in the theater where the sound and everything was just like pumped to level 11 i i actually liked it more i paid attention more um i like this movie and i understand why a lot of people who are fans of like just the, the franchise saying that uh this was a better Star Wars because George Lucas did kind of take some of the ideas from Dune to Star Wars, and I can see why. Um, that being said, uh, I'm gonna go to my. We're gonna go start spoilers now. I'm gonna go my uh, super quick overview. So just bear with me. I'm not the best at this. So, Dune Part One is about a young man named Paul Jadis. And how his family was sent to one of the most dangerous desert planets called Arrakis to procure spice. At first, I was kind of just confused what that was. I was like, man, this oregano must be really good. But it's <laughs> basically the lifeblood of the universe. It's also like a drug. And it has a thing where 
uh, healing thing where it extend, extends the, the life of, of, of everything. Uh, and this planet, their family is attacked and it was overrun by Baron Harkonnen's posse. Lots of people die, including the Duke, who also happens to be Paul's father. So when Paul and his mother survive, uh, they escape. They cross the desert to find the Fremen. Fremen, Freeman, who are the locals on this planet. And uh, this is where, after almost two hours, we hear Zendaya speak in person and not in Paul's vision or dreams. Uh, and uh, after a duel with Paul and one of the Fremen, Paul winds, uh, Paul winds up and gets accepted to the ranks and the end of part one. So uh, yeah, let's go over to the story. Let's talk about it. What we like, what we don't like. Go. Wait, I, I, I just want to say that was a really good recap, Lou. That, that, that was really well you done. You nailed it. I liked it. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying here. <laughs> Gabagoo. <laughs> the Gabagoo. Um, I, 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 I got to say, the story is really dense. And like, I, I went with my friend and he fell asleep during the movie and I don't blame him. But it, because it does feel like you're, it's kind of like an audio book. Like, like there's a lot of dialogue, there's a lot of, uh, you know, expository dialogue. But I am all about that because like, you're giving me this world, you're fleshing it out. I want as much of it as possible. And, uh, and I, I, I guess it does that, I suppose, to a fault because I, I can definitely understand that, you know, people could get drowsy. But uh, it's a unique story. Obviously, it's based on a classic novel. I, I, what I do like about it is that the central story does involve uh, like Paul and his mother. And I think that's a great dynamic. And it's very original, very original because Hollywood is all about the, the, the father and son. Or, no, father and daughter, actually. You see that all the time, that sort of dynamic. But uh, yeah, uh, a, a son and mother story, it's, uh, it, it, it was refreshing. Um, I think the having watched the trailer kind of hurt my understanding of what was going to happen in this movie because I was expecting Zendaya like immediately. Um, so the whole time I'm like, way. I'm like, where's she at? And I'd seen all yeah. like the red carpet things of her and Timothy Chalamet. It's this whole thing on TikTok right now, and, like blah blah blah. So I just thought she had a bigger role. So I was just a little bit confused. I'm sure like part two, obviously she'll have a big role, and that's maybe why it was done like that. Um, I don't know, but. Story-wise, I like I suffered from the density of it. I like the world, and I think I needed to watch the movie in theaters because I watched it at home by myself. Because I'm like, this is how I want to watch it. I want to just like no distractions at all. I want to really like dig into this. And I found myself being a little bit like drowning in the story. So after I watched it, I read the Wikipedia to make sure I understood. Because honestly. This, this has never bothered me in any other, like I, I watched the Lord of the Rings and the Star Wars and all these big world building things. I got so confused as to like what group was what group because there were so many different names for these different groups and these different people that I actually got a little bit like, wait, who's attacking who and what's, what is this and who is this? Um, so upon reading it, like reading the Wikipedia, I was able to kind of get it a little bit clearer in my mind because I just got confused as to like who the mom was and her, her group of her like sect of humans or people and then the Fremens and just the different names like just didn't I don't know it didn't stick in my brain so I got confused at one point um but story-wise I did like it like I like the adventure and the thing that I liked about the story is I like 
I like the character of Paul. Um, any like he reminds me of all the characters of these types of movies. Like he's, you know, what's his face from um, the thing we just did for Reader Watch that I can't remember that one. Ready, what Ready we, Player One. No, the other. Oh, oh, it's right here. Ender's Game. It's Ender from Ender's, Ender's Game. Game. Yes, like yes, it's this, yes. it's this gifted kid doing his thing, being a gifted kid. I love the stories. I don't know. They work well for me. Um, and I really liked his moments of, I don't know, just be like, he's very notably different from his family. And, you know, the way he interacts with the Fremen is very different. And him like wanting to absorb this knowledge of this people that like, I liked that part of the story, like him doing a little sand walk. I don't know why that to me just stood out as like a really <laughs> good moment. But I really like that he's just like adapting to the environment. I like that storyline and I'm excited to see him like continue to adapt to where he is. So story was cool. Yeah, I, I actually really like the story. Um, it's a story that's sort of kind of been told before. It, it's, it's nothing new. I mean, it's, I'm a Star Wars fan, but it's a better version of Star Wars. I think you, you have that hero. Um, and like you guys have already mentioned, this is dense as hell. And it, it explains why the first viewing of it was just like laying in my bed and I just like, oh, well, but, but it had enough lore to that when I actually watched it uh, with my friend in the theater, I was like paying attention to everything that was going on. And I like that because I find that even sometimes movies in theaters or wherever, if the story is not great for me, at least it, it loses you. And then your mind is just somewhere else. But, but this one kept me paying attention to everything that was going on, which actually pissed me off a little bit because uh, when the first movie ended, there was no mention of uh, part two. And if it didn't do well, it's doing well now that, that would have been it. And that would have really pissed me off because I wanted more of the story. What's going to happen to Paul and I've heard bits and pieces from like friends that are dude fans, like his sister is coming and something really messed up is going to happen to Paul. So I was like, all right, I'm really invested in this. So yeah, that story was really good, super dense, thick, but it was really great knowing all that uh, lore and information about everything that's going on. So with that, um, let's talk about the performances who stood out to you who kind of may and uh yeah let's let's talk about the performances guys i i i enjoyed everyone like i i mean they had the whole cast was just such big names that like everyone like the, the only fault i could find is that there's not enough of uh of the harkonnen that's it like i would have loved way more of stellan skarsgård uh his character Cause like it, like he chewed up the scenery when he whenever he was you know in 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 uh, on camera on on film, uh but but otherwise like Jason Momoa playing Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho was amazing that 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 might have been my favorite but, but then again Oscar Isaac as as Leto Atreides he's he was great everyone was great yeah yeah I have no I have no complaints about any of the performances actually. Even though like I got a little stuck with the story, there was not a single performance that specifically was boring to me that I was like, oh, this person's on the screen. I don't love it. I was I was all in on these characters. And I get a little nervous when I see an ensemble cast this big because I've seen it done. And then I see each of these actors play themselves and just yeah. be like, oh, there's another, you know, this person again in a movie. Um, 
I, this is a bad example, but I think like expendables, things like that, where it's like, it's just the same person doing the same thing. <laughs> um, I felt like all of the actors, minus like Jason Momoa, but it also was the character that the character is Jason Momoa and like, yeah. whatever. I can't get over him without a beard though. That like really just like hurts me. <laughs> um, but I thought everyone was fantastic. I'm, I really like uh, Timothy Chalamet, even though his name's, it's not even pronounced Timothy. We've all been saying it wrong. I watched an interview with actually Tim Timothy, like oh, okay. Timothy or something, because like, he's oh. French. But he's like, oh, it's okay. Call me whatever. I don't care. So he's given the world permission to call him literally whatever, including <laughs> just names that aren't even his. He's in all the interviews. He's like, yeah, call me Greg. I'm like, okay, sure. Greg Chalamet. Um, I've seen him in a couple things now because um, he was in like Little Women and he was spectacular in that. Um, I haven't seen him in anything that he doesn't absolutely just kill it in. And this is no exception. Like I adore him in this role. And I like, and I don't see it as him anymore. Like it's not Timothy Chalamet doing his thing. It's fully Paul, like that's Paul. And I just think that's really impressive. Especially against like a cast of really fantastic older actors as well that have already kind of like, I know I love Oscar Isaac. He, I, I know I love him. So seeing like him and Paul and their interactions, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is great. Everyone's at the top of their game in this movie. So good job, everybody. Yeah, um, same. Just echoing both of you. All the performances were really good, and like their relationships were all believable. Um, like Paul and his dads, and Paul and his mom. Like Duncan Idaho and Paul's relationship. You're like when when they're acting or they're together on screen. You're like, yeah, I kind of believe that they cared this much for each other. Um, special shout outs to like like my favorite performance of uh. The movie for Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Baron Vladimir Harkonnen, like Alex is saying, he was just really good, and I wanted more of him and his like family. Like every time he's on uh, on screen, he just commands it. He commands your attention, and that was like, yeah, I really want to know more about this guy. And of course, Timothée Chalamet. I have a couple of friends that watch this, and they I make fun of Timothy. Timothy for looking like a 14 year old boy he's like almost 30 I think but uh no way he's see... that old there's no way <laughs> he's born 1995 he's like 20 up there yeah wow good for him I looked That's it up great. and uh yeah but his, his performance is really good and yeah he, in in that way he uh, earned my respect so I apologize to my friends Travis and Allison for making fun of him all the time he still looks <laughs> like a 14 year old boy though <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's move on to the technical aspects of the movie where uh, the effects, the music, the sound effects, and the general look. What'd you guys think? This this is the part of the movie that like this shines for me over anything else. Everything good. This to me, it was gorgeous. I found myself honestly kind of getting a little lost in the story and just looking at it being like, wow, this looks great. Um the for me like the special effects of the worm oh my god that just like got me so good like the the mouth coming up and just like the way I don't know what I was expecting like a Star Wars worm you know what I mean I was expecting something kind of a little goofier looking that thing's terrifying the the way the teeth are designed like just the design of this creature in general was spectacular I loved it and I honestly I love just the outfits the world like the way spice is portrayed, I wasn't sure what it was going to be. And it looks really cool. And I get, I don't know, 
this world I love it I would love to have just like screensavers of like <laughs> dune as like my background because it just looks sick I love it I love it I think it looks amazing so for for that part beautiful chef's kiss yeah this is probably like the best looking I, I want to say best looking sci-fi movie since maybe Mad Max Fury Road go figure they're, they're both like a ton of sand the but, yeah. Uh, yeah the desert uh but yeah uh it's it, like the difference between this one and like Blade Runner 2049 is that like this what this, this movie Dune did not feel like it was being self-indulgent with you you know the, the vistas and, and and what it was showing like the, like it felt like more like more purposeful uh it 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 didn't um kind of stall when uh when showing off how beautiful the landscapes are and the, the spaceship it was all breathtaking the worm obviously it, it, it was all great it was yeah and 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 like uh i i want to talk about the the whole um force field thing i i love the way it was implemented in this movie compared to the original dune the blocks little, yeah yeah the blocks is crazy to think about like like in this day and age everyone should like check it out on youtube like it, it's just wild to think about and like it, it's so streamlined it makes so much sense uh like in in this modern one so amazing aces and han zimmer i should say han zimmer awesome awesome job yeah music was great and the sound effects yeah um visually just stunning uh and that's credit to Denis Villeneuve and his I think the cinematographer is the one he usually works with all the time every frame of this movie has just been planned meticulously and it's gorgeous it looks like a paint every frame you can kind of just frame and put in your on your wall somewhere the music was great it's again typical of uh, Denis Villeneuve's movies and it's really good. I, I can't even say any more than what you guys said because that's it. If it, it, just up to like the, the visuals, the effects and, and the music, this would have been like, I would give this one like 11 out of 10. It was just really, really beautiful to look at. And uh, yeah. So let's talk about our favorite scenes in this movie. Anything stand out more than the other? This movie was really good. So w- what stood out to you? I mean, I kind of already yeah. said it. I already kind of already said I kind of already spoiled it in the visual effects uh the worm um for me because there's a couple there's a couple worm scenes um but it is the first one like the where it's eating the I don't can't remember what the machine's called but the thing that gets the spice when it comes up and kind of eats that thing um because then you like you get the scope of how big this thing is like that whole sequence is amazing it coming towards them and I love the way the sand kind of starts to behave differently and kind of shift and they kind of start sinking in a little bit like that visual effect of the sand doing things is so good and then seeing the actual scope of the worm and just like the many many teeth for me that worked so well um I just I love I love the worm I love it so much it's the highlight of the movie and then like second second honorary mention goes to like the two second scene of seeing somebody riding the worm because I knew it was going to come up and when he, he sees someone in the desert riding the worm I cannot wait I know that's they're all talking about desert power and i know that must happen in part two that he gets to ride a worm or somebody gets to ride a worm and i'm so pumped <laughs> i'm so pumped for that so. Michelle, you should check out the worm from the 1982 movie just for I'm, comparison yeah 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 <laughs> i'm yeah. nervous check we'll that one out. yeah I'm, I'm honestly i think i'm gonna try to watch like the the original the original movie one 
just for as long just as so can. I can appreciate yeah. what's happening now. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I, I forgot to mention this, but like the, all the worm stuff in this movie, it reminded me of the movie Tremors. I don't know yeah. if you guys watched it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie. Amazing movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, favorite uh, scene? I, I, I'd probably go with uh, Paul when he's with the Reverend Mother and he has the test of putting his hand into the, the box where, yeah, unimaginable pain and if you pull it out. Like, it was really tense, really suspenseful. It, it, it's not the biggest or flashiest, but I, I, I thought, like, yeah, it, it was uh, most suspenseful. And uh, probably Duncan Idaho's sacrifice. That was really cool. Where where Gigi just like put this sword up like that. But yeah, that's dope. Uh, for me, there's a couple, and again, they're not just like Alex's. They're not like flashy special effect scenes, and they both involve uh, my boy, the Baron. Um, the first one is when uh, Oscar Isaac's character chewed on that kind of poison thing. And then when everybody kind of goes and grabs the body and he's just like up there, like that, <laughs> like rotund man is just up in the ceiling, like yeah. trying to feed your life. And the second one, which actually is my favorite one, is when he was healing, that healing bath. Yeah. And he just comes out and it was just like, man, this dude is scary. So yeah, that was my favorite scene. It's just like the, the like its effect on me. And the way it looked, the colors and everything was just like, yep, I want to frame this moment right here. <laughs> I want to frame his, his olive oil balsamic. There's <laughs> <laughs> like... this weird oil thing on him. <laughs> and after like talking to uh, Dave Batista, he just kind of goes back in. It's just like, oh, <laughs> that guy's boss. Uh, so yeah. And with that, let's go to our final thoughts. And let's score the damn thing. Uh, I could uh, I could give it a score. I'd um, obviously I love that. Like we all love it, and, and I, I could pretty much guess uh, where the where the scorings are going to be, uh, you know, centered around. Uh, but but I will say this in terms of negative things, I really disliked, and 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 I knew this beforehand because like they, I, I knew they didn't film the se- a second part because I knew there were some roles that weren't casted that are kind of integral. To, to the original Dune movie that I watched. So in my head while watching the movie, I was just thinking like, man, is this it? Like, like you're, like you're gonna end. I, I, I knew it was like gonna end. Okay, there's gonna be a stunning shot with the worm uh, and, and we're gonna get to see Zendaya in person. And like, that's how it's gonna end. Like in my head. And that kind of negatively affected the way I was watching it throughout, like knowing where it was going. And also with the doubt that there would be a sequel, like that the story would be completed. So when I did watch it, like it, it brings down the score a bit, but maybe in future viewings, it, it'll raise it up. Uh, but I would give it uh, an eight and a half out of 10. I'm curious what you think our scores are. Uh, Alex, you, guess it actually, guess it. Yeah. Guess it? Okay, uh, I'm gonna say lose a nine and a half and Michelle's an eight and a half or nine. Michelle, final thoughts and then your score. And let's see where, how, Alex, <laughs> how close Alex was. Now I want to change my score just to make Alex super wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was it was a bit dense for me. Um, that was like the the negative piece. It was just a lot. Um, but I enjoyed it visually. It was a good time. Um, I'm excited for the second one. Like I'm very excited, knowing that it's greenlit, knowing all the details, and like 
it's supposed to be 2023, which is a while, which is a bit of a bummer, but you know, knowing all that, I feel good. Um, my score is not quite, quite there, Alex. I'm going to give it a, a 7.5. Um, mm, though, okay. yeah. And here's my, here's my thought process. I'm scoring it based on having like my most recent viewing, which is my only viewing, but I expect that score will go up now that I understand it more, but upon yeah. a first viewing, that's a lot. So I couldn't connect with the story as much as like both of you were able to, because I was confused. <laughs> Um, and I don't, I, I like to think I'm smart enough to understand most movies, but there's something about this one that just some aspects of it didn't land for me. So I give it a 7.5 with the expectation that upon rewatching and now that I understand who the heck is who and like what, why the Harkonnens did any of, any of the things they did, because I could not understand what they were doing. Um, I feel like it will go up probably closer to what Alex said, but right now it's a 7.5. Um... For me, the movie was great. Again, I'm a very visual guys guy. Um, you don't know how many comics, great comics that are really good stories that I don't read because I don't like the art. Um, this was not that. It, it visually, it was great. The story was, we've talked about this a lot, although very dense and you get lost in it sometimes. It, it was still really good and I really enjoyed the entire lore of it uh, same kind of uh, complaints as mm -hmm. you guys too uh, they marketed this movie with like Zendaya and everything and I'm pretty sure her entire screen time didn't pass five minutes um, so that kind of took it down but as for how, how close Alex was to my score Pretty close. Uh, I give it a nine out of ten. So yeah, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been doing this long enough, you know, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know the score. Uh, so that is it for our Dune review. Please do check out our social medias. We're still trying to reach a thousand, and we're gonna have a cool video by Alex and Germ. Just explaining what you can get if you are part of that thousand and you get the prize. So hit like, subscribe, all that YouTube things. Thank you for joining us. I am Lou and I've been joined by Michelle and Alex. And we'll see you again. Peace.